This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Welcome to Tuesday's episode. This was such a fun conversation. I love when I have people on the podcast and they are, I don't know how else to put it, just so good at talking and holding a conversation. So this was pleasant. I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. Today, I'm speaking with Lindsay Arnold. She was a professional dancer on Dancing with the Stars for 10 years. So I asked her about how that happened, about her dance career. Like, how did you get on that show? Super interesting. It all happened so fast for her, which she says was a good thing because if she was able to think about what was happening, it might have, you know, scared her. She recently made the decision to not return to Dancing with the Stars, and we get into how difficult that decision was. She has a two-year-old daughter named Sage, who is just the cutest, and she recently announced that she is pregnant on Instagram. And it's funny because we were supposed to record this a few weeks ago, so I wouldn't have known that. So I'm kind of happy the recording got rescheduled and we were able to talk about this new pregnancy. She also started an incredible platform called The Movement Club. So we get into why she started that, what it is, and also what her plans are in the future. It's a conversation that really goes all over the place. Obviously, I had to ask her about her Dancing with the Stars predictions. And to be honest, I have not watched any Dancing with the Stars this season, but she made it sound really exciting. And when she was talking about some of the contestants, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to watch this. So I might start doing that. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I enjoyed recording it. I feel like I could have talked to Lindsay all day. So without further ado, please welcome Lindsay Arnold to the mom room. I'm so excited to have you on. My first question is, (laughs) I was like, are you excited to take down Halloween decor and start putting up holiday decor? So will you be upset with me if I don't even have Halloween decor up? (laughs) You know what? I'm that person. (laughs) Okay, I will not be upset with you because how old is your daughter? She is almost two. Okay, so we did not put up Halloween decor until Milo is four. Okay, yeah, I'm like, I feel like she doesn't even really get it. Like, okay, but then it is kind of sad because a lot of our, I mean, we have some like hay barrels and pumpkins on our porch. Oh, that's lots. Yeah, so like we have that, but inside the house, not much. But she does, like, my parents have a ton of decor, and she's obsessed with it. So now I'm like, okay, next year we got to pull it together. But last year she didn't even know. So I'm like, we're not going to do it this time around. And do you decorate lots for the holidays? That's the thing is I love decorating for Christmas. I've never been a big, like, Halloween decor fan. Like, some of it can be really cute, but I just feel like it's so short-lived. But, like, I'm already going to start decorating for, like, Christmas. Like, we're not, we probably will hold off on the tree see how long, but I'm very excited for Christmas decor. I know. My (laughs) husband this morning, we were having coffee and he's like, are you going to put up the Christmas tree today? (laughs) You're like, well, why not? I'm already, I'm already doing stuff. Might as well. I'm like looking at the living room, like which corner should I put it in? Yeah. That's so me. It's so fun. It's so fun. Well, it's like you're already transitioning. So you might as well just do it now. Like have it be a day. 
But then, yeah, I know it's hard. (laughs) Okay, so I want to tell people. So we had scheduled a recording a few weeks ago. And this was the day, I'm sure people will remember, Milo woke up and all of a sudden was vomiting everywhere. And so we had to reschedule it. So here we are, we made it. But also you recently announced on Instagram that you're pregnant. Yes, it's honestly kind of perfect that it, we waited because now we get to talk about this. I I'm know. I'm so excited. Yes, we are pregnant with baby number two and it's like the biggest blessing ever. We're so excited. Like so exciting. And I remember I was going to ask you about because it was well known that you were looking forward to growing your family. And I was like, oh, I'm going to ask her about that. And then it happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that is so exciting. So was it obviously you were trying? Yes. Yes. We were trying. We had been trying for a while. It was definitely something we've wanted to have happened. It only took me like four months to get pregnant with Sage. So I was kind of like, let's start trying because it'll probably take a couple months, but it ended up taking a lot longer than that. It was super tough. I mean, I can't even compare. There are people who go through years and years and years of trying, but it's tough. Like if you've ever been trying to, con- I mean, anybody who's trying to conceive, like it's not an easy thing. And it's all consuming. Yes, it literally is. It's all you think about. You're like prepping for all the timing of everything. Every month there's that like excitement and then the letdown. And then you're like, okay, we got to do it all over again. So it was at that point where we were both like, oh, okay. I actually had a, like an appointment set up with a fertility doctor or fertility specialist because I was like, maybe there's something that we need to do. My mom has a history of PCOS. My sister just got diagnosed. So I was like, maybe something has changed. Maybe there's something we need to address. And literally a week before my appointment with the doctor is when I found out I was pregnant. So we were trying for quite a while with Milo And same thing, I had gone through all the appointments, like fertility, you know, like checking on everything. Everything was fine. And so I actually had an appointment at a fertility like specialist clinic or whatever to like talk about the next steps. And the day they came back with the appointment time is the day I found out that I was pregnant. No way. Yeah. It's so crazy how that happens. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like honestly, so... The fertility specialist that I was going to see is actually still going to be my doctor for my pregnancy. And he said, he's like, you would not believe how many women get that appointment scheduled and it relieves that amount of stress of like, I need to get in, I need to get it. It's like, okay, I'm going to do something about it. He's like, and then they get pregnant. Cause I feel like, he's like, I feel like that stress drops a little bit. You feel like you're doing something right for the first time. And so you don't have that stress anymore. He's like, I feel like that's a huge factor. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. I mean, I literally, once I got that appointment, I was like, okay, like I can breathe now. We're going to, we'll figure it out next month that it'll be okay. And then I got pregnant. So it worked out really well. So are you somebody who, before you even had Sage, were you like, I know that I want multiple kids or have you like wavered? So no, we've always wanted multiple kids. I will say like, we always said four, like we're like four is what we want. But after one, we were like maybe three, (laughs) but we definitely want at least three. Like we're so excited about the second, but like, we know we're not done. So at least three, potentially four. So that's kind of where we're at. We're sitting between three and four right now. Depends on how hard our next kid is. (laughs) See, for me, I grew up with three. Like I have a younger sister, older brother. And so I was like, okay, like I'm going to have three. And then I had Milo and I was like, 
okay, nobody tells, you know, how hard this is. Yes. And time so hard. How do I do this with more than one? Like for a while I was like, okay, no, we're just going to have one. And now that Milo is four and he's like more independent, he's like this little adult. I'm like, I kind of want another Milo, you know, like, and my husband's like, oh God, oh God. And I'm like, yeah, like, and I talk about it all the time because I feel like it's always assumed that everyone just knows exactly how many kids they want. And a lot of us are actually like really confused about it. And we're like, I don't know. Like a lot of people go to therapy to like figure out, should I have more kids? So true. I mean, it's such a big decision. Like it really is. The more kids you have, the dynamic of your family is naturally going to change. The amount of time that you can give to each kid is naturally going to change. And like finding out, like, because I have this day, I mean, I remember... Like week two with newborn Sage, I was like, we need to have a baby immediately. Cause I was just like, I can't ever, the baby stage can never end. Like I need to just consistently have babies. But then like, obviously that's what I wanted. But then when I thought about it in the sense of like, what is best for my family? Probably not best for me to get pregnant two months after having my daughter. Like, so it's like, it's interesting how you have to go through these battles of like, what do I want? And what's best for my family? What sounds fun? You know, like, because sometimes we get ideas and it's like, that sounds fun. But then you're like, hey, wait, is that logical? Is that reasonable for our family? So <laughs> it really is. It's it's so hard. And yeah, like I always said four, but that's because that's how many kids I have in my family. That's how many kids my husband has. So that's just like what we knew. We're like, that's a family. Four kids is a family. But now it's like, after having Sage, I'm like, okay, I definitely want to have more than two, but like maybe three is enough because it's it's a lot. Like it, it is. really is hard. But then I'm sure after I have my third, it's going to be a constant battle every day of like, are we done? I always think it's so amazing when women like can just decide like, you know what, I'm done. That's it. I'm like, that's that must be a good feeling to get that confirmation and feel that peace of like, this is our family. This is I what know. we are going with. That was me. And now I'm like, hmm. And then you're, yeah, I know. Well, time is so hard. And also I can't imagine like, Sage is only two and I already crave that like baby and newborn phase again. Like, I'm like, I want to do this with more kids. So it's hard. It's like, you just, I don't know. It's hard. And I'm sure, yeah, as they get older and it's like, okay, I think I could, I think I could do this. Like, I think I could do it again. So I think like all my memories of how difficult certain stages were. And I feel like certain things really affected me. Like, you know, like them crying, like it makes me anxious. And I'm like, oh, like it just upsets me so much. Like the first, you know, few weeks where we were bringing him to daycare, I was like heartbroken. And like all these things are so hard on parents, even though it's like, they're fine. It's like, I take it all on. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do that again. Like, it's so stressful. I know that is hard. I remember the first time driving in the car with Sage, it was just me and her. She's really young. We're driving home and she starts crying and then like doesn't stop. And it gets built up to that like, and I had to pull over on the side of the road because I was just like, oh my gosh, like full panic. But then there's part of me that's like, because you live through it and you see like they're okay. So I'm like, I wonder if with the next one, it'll be easier for me because I'm like, I imagine I'll look at them and be like, I really am so sad that you're crying. Like, I don't want you to cry, but I also know you're okay. And like, I don't need to panic or stress about it. I hope I'm like crossing my fingers that the second time around, it's like, you're used to it. So it doesn't hit you as hard. That's exactly what I said to my husband. I was like, I think if we had a second, 
I don't know that I would be as affected as I was with Milo, you know, like them crying. Like now we know how to handle like bedtime battles. We know how to handle like them not wanting to brush their teeth. Like we've gone through it. And so it's not going to be as daunting. Does Sage understand? She does-ish. So my two younger sisters just had babies this summer, like back to back. And while they were pregnant, Sage was so aware of their growing bellies. Like she'd point at them and say, baby, she'd kiss their bellies. So like she understood that there was babies in her belly. And then now that the babies are out, she's like obsessed with them. She loves them. She understands to be soft. She understands to be quiet. Like she's very aware of them. So I think she totally does understand. I think it's hard because I don't have like a full belly yet. But if I do point at my belly and say, what's in mommy's belly? She'll say baby. So it's like, I think she gets it. But then also like, I don't think she actually gets like, there's going to be a baby that actually comes out, but she's getting the little things. And it's exciting because by the time our second baby's born, she'll be two and a half. So I'm like, she'll just be even older and hopefully understand even more. But so far she's getting it pretty good. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. 
Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for for dinner. I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, I wanted to ask, obviously you were on Dancing with the Stars. I'm like, let's talk about babies first, but then we can talk about <laughs> Dancing with the babies Stars. Babies are the most important thing. <laughs> yeah. So you were on Dancing with the Stars as a professional dancer for over 10 years. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Very long time. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. That is incredible. And I was curious how you got to that point. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. I mean, I grew up dancing my whole entire life. Like that's what I did from age like three or four. Can't even remember just my whole life. I went to dance more than I went to school. So, I mean, I still went to school, but I mean, I'd go to school and then literally come home and be at dance until I went to sleep that night. So it was my whole life. I don't know if you've heard of the TV show. So you think you can dance, but I actually did that one first. So that was like, if you've seen the show, you know, that thousands of dancers audition couple of them make it on the live show. I mean, I grew up watching the show. It was like my dream. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So was it a whole thing? You were like, I'm going to go audition for this? Well, no, I like just loved the show, but I was like, I'm not going to audition because I will never, ever make it. But I turned 18. The auditions were literally the month after me, after me turning 18 and they were here in Salt Lake, which I'm from Utah. So they were like 30 minutes away. And my mom was like, you're doing it. And I remember being just so annoyed at her. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I don't want to go. Like, I don't want to go. I'm not going to make it. This is going to be so dumb. But of course, my mom talked me into doing a lot of things growing up, which I'm very grateful <laughs> for because if she hadn't, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. No, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. So I did it and I made it to like the next round. But that still meant that I was one of like four or 500 dancers. So I'm like, oh, whatever. It's not going to go much further than this. We went to the Vegas week, which I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like the, the like preliminary auditions. And then you have like the main ones where they actually pick out like the top 20 and end up making it to the top 20 on there. And it was on the live show, totally a whirlwind, graduated high school. I was out in LA the next month, living by myself, doing So You Think You Can Dance. I auditioned as a ballroom dancer, but I grew up doing all styles. But I think because I auditioned as a ballroom dancer, I caught Dancing with the Stars. I, because it's like, that's their style. So I went on tour with So You Think You Can Dance as soon as the season was over. And while on tour, I got contacted by the producers of Dancing with the Stars. And all they really told me was that they were interested in me for the next season. There's lots of different roles that you can do on Dancing with the Stars. You can be professional, which is paired with the celebrity. You could be a backup dancer. You can be just somebody that they use every once in a while. So it's like, I didn't really assume that meant I'd be a pro. I was just like, oh, maybe they'll use me for a couple episodes or something. 
do the tour, finish the tour. I'm back home. It's like February, Dancing with the Stars rehearsals start end of February, early March. And I get a call from the producer and they're like, how tall are you? We need to know ASAP. So I send them that information. About a week later, they call me. They're like, congratulations. Like we want you as a professional dancer this season and we need you in LA tomorrow to start with your partner. And I was living in Utah, still at my parents' house. Like I was just like, I was enrolled to go to college. I was like fully like, okay, like dance was fun, but like I got to move on with my career, like get my education. So I was ready to go to college and everything. But yeah, next day, drove myself to California with everything packed in my car that I could fit. Started with my partner the next day. I'm 18 years old. This is my first time being a pro. It was honestly the craziest whirlwind, but I'm so grateful for it. I was kind of just like thrown into it. And I honestly wouldn't have it any other way because I, I mean, yeah, it was 10 years after that. You didn't have time to overthink anything. It was just like, go, 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 go. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of crazy. But yeah, so once I started that when I was 18, yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe I had just turned 19. I think I just turned 19, but started that. And then 10 years later, never stopped. And so your husband was your high school sweetheart. So were you guys together the entire time? We were. So we started dating our junior year. I was 16, graduated high school. He actually went up to college here. He went to the University of Utah, which is like 45 minutes away. And I went and did all all my things. So we did long distance, but we stayed together for about three and a half years after high school before we got married. So it was kind of crazy, but literally the best thing ever. It made our relationship so strong. A lot of people like were like, how did you survive? But literally, I think the reason we survived is because we had to work through the long distance, the challenge of not seeing each other often. But he's the best. Like truly, if roles, I always say like, if roles were switched, I don't think we'd still be together because I am like, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at like, I don't know. I'm just not. He was the best. He never jealous, so supportive, so excited about everything that I could possibly be doing. He flew out when he could to see me. But also like, it was just a, it was a perfect scenario. So yeah, we did that for about three and a half years and then we got married and he actually was able to like travel with me and be where I needed to be with work. I never even thought about it, like what you're doing on the show, like you're romantically dancing with other people. I never even put that together. You were like, he was never jealous. I was like, what would he? Oh, right. (laughs) But you know what's so funny is I, people, like I never even thought that that's something he should be jealous about until people started asking me, like, how does your husband handle you dancing with boys? I'm like, what do you mean? Like it's dancing. But I think it's because we were together at such a young age, like, And when I was in high school, I was dancing with boys. I had a ballroom partner that I would travel all across the country with to do competitions. Sometimes we'd go by ourselves. Like we were dancing and like dancing can be very intimate. So from the second we started dating, like that's what he was seeing. That's what he was around. And he has always loved it. Like never once has he ever made me feel like that's weird that you're so close to guys. So it's just funny because Never in our marriage was I was it ever even a conversation until people started asking me, like, how does your husband handle that? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, that's just what we do. And that's when we started having conversations. He's like, yeah, no, it's never bugged me. Like, it's obviously dancing. It's like an art. It's part a of job, what you do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's funny because, yeah, like jealousy never even occurred to me. And I'm grateful it did it because it's true. Like pro- some guys probably would be like, that's just not okay with me. But he was always like that. This is what you do. Like, this is your passion. This is art. It's not about anything else. So have you ever tried to teach him to dance? 
Yes. I mean, <laughs> definitely like what's so funny is I actually have random videos of me like choreographing dances with him. Obviously, he doesn't really participate much, but just like have a body there and like try things with him, try tricks with him. I always tease him. I'm like, you're good, but you're not like incredible. Like if you were on the show, like I think we'd make it pretty far, but I, I think we'd have to rely more on personality and like charisma than like actual dance ability. So that's kind of his level. I love it. So while you were on Dancing with the Stars and then you were pregnant with Sage, then you ended up going back to Dancing with the Stars after giving birth. What did that look like? Like, what was the timing and also your recovery? Because I was thinking, okay, you had a baby. When I had Milo, I did not experience... I remember trying to make TikTok dances in my kitchen when he was 18 months old <laughs> and like it. leaking urine. And I was like, uh, you're like, what is happening? Oh my God. So luckily I had a super strong pelvic floor, so it got like fixed pretty quick, but I was like, oh my God, dancing is so intense. So what was that like for like recovery? So I think in some ways I got really lucky because I had a decent amount of time. So I got pregnant in March of 2020, which was the start of COVID, there was a Dancing with the Stars season that fall. And I actually had Sage like at the very end of that season. So I had her in November. And then the next season wasn't until, we didn't start rehearsing until end of August. So I had a pretty good amount of time. But still, I mean, I don't think there's ever enough time when it comes to like postpartum recovery. I had a C-section, which was hard because I just didn't really know. I don't have anybody who's had one. So it was like, how long do I need to wait to do things? How am I going to feel? What's kind of the process there? So part of it, though, was helpful. Part of it was harder. C-section was hard because I actually had to wait longer to move my body afterwards. And really, like, targeting my core was huge. And it took a lot longer for that to get back than some of my other friends who delivered vaginally. But then interesting, like, I didn't push a baby out vaginally. So I feel like some of those pelvic floor issues weren't as, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that they weren't because obviously I carried a baby. I still pee my pants all the time. It's embarrassing, but it was a different kind of healing. So it's interesting. I think more for me, it was like core is what I really had to work on and what kind of was tough for me and getting back into dancing. There were definitely things where I would do a movement and I maybe feel a little strain or something that felt a little bit off. So I really just had to listen to my body, but I'm so grateful because I actually, while I was pregnant is when I started, I have a workout program called the Movement Club. And I started that while I was pregnant and I gained so much knowledge. I actually became a certified personal trainer and learned so much about my body that I didn't know. And I, I felt like I knew a lot about my body growing up as a dancer. So it was very nice because going into that postpartum phase, I felt very knowledgeable on what I could and couldn't do and what I needed to do to get that strength back. But it's tough. I'm grateful that I had the time that I had because I will say by the time rehearsals came around, like I felt strong. I didn't feel 100% back at all, but I felt strong and I felt confident. And I'm glad because I think if it had been any sooner, it would have been tough for me to trust my body and like feel confident enough to do the things that you have to do when you're dancing. Yeah. And so you were like in recovery and then you started the new season of Dancing with the Stars and Sage was with you in LA. Yes, that was honestly probably the hardest part. Like recovery was tough and like all that. But the toughest part is going back to a job that is so consuming, that is 24-7, that you've done for so many years going back as a mom. And what was even tougher is I went out to LA by myself with Sage. My husband 
about two years before we had Sage, got a full-time job here in Utah, works full-time, can leave on the weekends, but not like consistently, can't be gone for long periods of time. Like he has to be here. So I went out to LA with just Sage, just me and Sage, and my husband Sam came down and visited us when he could, but huge change. I went from being in Utah where I have my whole family here, all of my sisters, my parents, Sam's parents, his family, Sam, like I had a full support system. I had people at the drop of a hat if I needed something and going out there, having to find a nanny that I've never really met before. And just kind of going through that is so different all while not just living regular life, but doing this job that truly like when I tell you Dancing with the Stars is a 24 seven job. It really, really is. When you're not at rehearsal, you're prepping choreography. You're thinking of concepts for the next dance. You're finding out costume designs. You're watching your videos and obsessing over what you need to fix and what you need to change. Like, it's all consuming. So going into that was really tough because naturally, as a mom, nothing can be more all-consuming than motherhood. Like, at least for me, that is going to be at the top of my list always, as I'm sure it is for you too. And it's like, as much as we would love to be able to give that energy and attention to everything else in our lives. Like it's, it's really tough. So that was hard. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year. And we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment, and there's also a glossing detangling which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. I struggle with exactly that. Like I went from being so focused, like doing my PhD, the focus was on me, my goals, and then you have a baby and it's like, 
it's like this back and forth. Like I want to put all my attention on Milo and just be like a full-time mom. But then I also have all these like desires and things that I want to do for myself. And I always say like my husband's a surgeon, so he does not have a flexible job whatsoever. So for me, I feel very lucky that what I do now is very flexible, like content creator, podcast. Like, for example, we had the recording and Milo was barfing. So, okay, we can reschedule. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but Dancing with the Stars, and like you said, it's 24-7. This is not a flexible situation at all. Not at all. And yeah, it is a battle. And I think like the balance is good. Like, I think it's important that we have things that we do for ourselves and that give us like that help us feel value and feel like we accomplished something for ourselves. And ultimately, I i mean, I decided not to do the season this year. And it was because of a lot of those reasons. I found a lot of other things that I'm so grateful I can be passionate about that are flexible, that work with motherhood and work with my schedule. And not to say that some people, like, it's not possible. Like, some people do it and it's amazing and it works for them. But for me and for what fulfills me and brings me happiness, like, this is what I feel works and works for our family, but it is a constant battle. It's so hard. I mean, the hardest decision I've ever had to make was deciding not to do this season because it's my passion. It's something that was me. Like if you had, I mean, if someone meets me, they're like, Oh, you're from dance with the stars. Like you're dance with the stars. Like literally the amount of times it's I like said, your identity. Yes, it is. And I love that. Like, I mean, I love the show. I, and it's like, it's not like it's over for me. I, I tell everybody, like, I definitely have not closed that chapter. I will always consider Dance with the Stars a family. And if I ever can go back or feel that it's right, I 100% will. But it's just, it's those little thing choices that you have to make as mom. But it's interesting because I don't look at it as like, I gave it up. Like I gave up the show because I'm a mom now. Because I think a lot of people are like, well, just because you're a mom doesn't mean you have to like give up what you love. But I think what happened is, my love and passion for the show changed so much when my priorities were different, if that makes sense. Like what happened last season is I didn't feel like I could give it that 24-7 all-encompassing attention because my priorities are different. And I'm the kind of person who wants to be able to give that attention. I don't want to just do a job or do a gig or do something because it's like, oh, that's just what I do or it's for the money. It's like, I want to be able to give it everything I had and I couldn't do that. And that's kind of where a lot of the decision came from too. Yeah. Was there ever any conversation at all about your husband moving to LA so that you could continue the show? Like, was that even a thought or was it not? Yes. At one point, my husband was like, I can see if I can quit my job for a couple months and see if they'll have me back in a little bit. But then that just felt awful. I'm like, no. I mean, we spent so much of our lives like Sam did college for maybe two years, but then he did everything, packed up, did everything online to travel with me, go on tours with me, live in LA with me so that I could do what I loved. And I just, it didn't feel right. Like my husband's job is the job that is consistent, steady, that will stay with us forever. My job, and like, as I'm sure you know, is very fluctuating. Like, first of all, I could never dance for my whole life. I mean, I I wish I could, but there's definitely a point where dancing would no longer be possible for me. And then even this is very fluctuating. Like it could drop, it could be done at the drop of a hat. So it's like, it just didn't feel right. Like, I mean, I was very grateful that he even like went there and had that thought and was willing to do that for me. But at the same time, I'm like, no, you love your job. You're good at it. You're climbing in your career. Like 
this is your time and you're setting this up for forever. Everything I do can be so exciting, but at the same time, it's like, it's not set in stone. It really isn't. It's funny that you just said that because literally this morning I was thinking those thoughts because I've been struggling with like, do we have a second child or not? I had to think about that because for me, like I started this podcast, I started creating content in quarantine and everything blew up. And so now I'm doing this like full time. I'm obsessed with the podcast. And so it's hard for me to be like, okay, like let's have a second baby. All my attention's going to go there because my husband's job is not going to change. But at the same time, I have to be like, this could be gone in like any time. Whereas having children, like that's your whole life. Like that's going to last a lifetime. So I love that you said that because I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, it's so true. Like I think about that a lot. I think it's just like, and it's good. Like I think it's good that you, like I think it's good that we think like that. Understanding that what we're doing is amazing, but it's not guaranteed. And like not relying on it or putting so much of our worth or like our lives into it. Because I think we have to understand that like, yeah, like you said, like, this might not be forever. So enjoy it while you can, but understand that like there's parts of life and there's parts of things that will be forever. So make sure we're like thinking about those too. Not like rearranging your family planning for something that could not be permanent and is likely not permanent. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I saw on your Instagram that Sage does dance lessons and I was like, this is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> so cute. Like, do they start as soon as they can walk, basically? So this studio, so Utah, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Utah is like a dance state. Like so many dancers come out of Utah. So I feel like we take it very seriously here. So the studio that like we all grew up at actually takes them as young as two years old. I kind of cheated and started because she turns to actually tomorrow is her second birthday. But they started the season in September and I'm like, I want her to like, get to know everybody and get to know the teacher and like not wait until November. So I asked and she's like, it's fine. You can put her in. So she started before she was two, which is oh, pretty young. I love like, it. Like I didn't start that young. None of my sisters started that young. So we're really going for it. But it's so cute. Honestly, though, like it is a dance class, but it's also like a let's just run around and play and have fun and wear cute tutus. So I don't think they're really doing much dancing quite yet, but it's so cute. And I do think it's good for her to like understand like organized chaos a little bit and like have a teacher that's telling her something to do and trying to listen. I die laughing because she is definitely not great at listening so far. So we'll see how that goes. But it's really okay. fun to watch. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's fine. It's you fine. look cute. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> So before we end, I thought you could tell us about the Movement Club because I'm super interested. Every day I feel like I'm like, I just need to move my body. So tell us what this is. Well, that is literally like the purpose behind the Movement Club is just to move your body. I started this when I got pregnant during COVID. This is the first time, well, I mean, I wasn't going to be dancing and I knew I wasn't. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely not doing this next season of Dance with the Stars. It's going to be at least a year before I'm dancing professionally again. And all the gyms were closed. I was just at home all day. I was looking for workout programs to join, but honestly, I was just like not in love with anything that I could find. I felt like there wasn't something that was like more, I don't know, that was 
something that I could do at every stage of life. I felt like you had like your pregnancy programs and then you're not pregnant programs. And it didn't feel like anything could kind of intertwine or be flexible to work with all stages of life. And that's where I was like, I got the idea, but I also was like, I pushed it away for a little bit. Cause I'm like, I'm pregnant. Don't be crazy. But I'm like, <laughs> I should start this. Like I'm home. I have time. I want to move my body. I feel very knowledgeable in moving my body and what I think is really good for it, how to prevent injury. So I'm like, let's just do it. So I started filming workouts. I decided I'm like, okay, before I have Sage, I want to get at least 40 workouts filmed. And then we'll launch the program like after I have Sage. We'll figure it out. So I started filming. I ended up getting 40 workouts done. The first workout I filmed was when I was 25 weeks pregnant. I remember filming my last workout at 36 weeks pregnant because I was like, I got to be done. I need to give myself a couple of weeks before baby comes. But this program is really just like the purpose of it is to have a really welcoming, inviting place where literally anybody can come and move their body. I wanted to make sure there was like no pressure, no intimidation. You can be in the best shape of your life. You can be just working out for the very, very first time. You can be pregnant. You can be postpartum. Like there's something for everybody. And within the program, we have so many different ranges of what you can do. We've got HIIT-based program or workouts. We've got Pilates, yoga, dance-based workouts, tons of stretching videos. I have a full pregnancy-friendly playlist in there for anybody who like wants to join. But then also all the workouts can be done like if you're not pregnant. So I think it was just making sure there was a program where you could come and find something that is for you. So started out with those 40 workouts, released it back in 2021. And then after that, I had a new workout coming out every single week. I've had a new workout every single week for almost the past year and a half. We have like over 125 workouts on the program. Another thing that was huge for me is making sure that these workouts were really flexible and easy to fit into your day. Everything can be done at home, no equipment necessary. The workouts range from like five minute workouts all the way up to 30 minute. Because for me, I really believe that less is more. I think that the like stigma around having to hit the gym for two hours every day is the only way you're going to see difference. But like, come on, that's just not realistic for most people. Like I could never go to the gym for two hours. Like I just couldn't, even if I had the time, I'd be there feeling guilty. Cause I'm like, I got to do things. So 30 minutes is attainable for me. Even sometimes like if I wake up, I'm like, I literally have five minutes before Sage starts crying. I'm just going to do a quick little workout. So that I feel like I got my body moving today. So really just like making it easy to fit into your schedule. And then if you're choosing, if you're like, I actually have 15 extra minutes, you can stack workouts together. Just something that really anybody can fit into their day and that can work for busy moms, busy businesswomen, or whoever you are. Stretching classes, like that is the bomb. I, I know. love stretching. Sometimes that's all you want to do. Yes. Yeah. Especially like sitting at a desk all day. I was so active my whole life. And then just recently, I've started to find that I'm not being active and I can feel it. I'm like, I'm in pain. Like it's just, yeah, need to start moving for sure. For your dance classes that are on there, is it like different kinds of dance? So yeah, we have a couple, like a few dance instructional where I'll teach you like a little piece of choreography, but then a lot of them are like dance cardio. So it's like dance movements, kind of like, have you ever taken like a high fitness class? Like not, have you heard no, of that? not like that. No. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> it's dance movements that I've put together that really just get your heart rate 
hump in. Like those are probably my hardest and most fun cardio classes. Cause one, you're being distracted by the movement. Like the concentration and the coordination it takes distracts you a little bit from how hard you're actually working. And then you finish the class and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating so bad. So those are some of my favorite workouts. And as a dancer, like dance has been the best cardio for me throughout my entire life. So I love that I can kind of incorporate that into the program. Every once in a while, I try and do a yoga class with Milo and he will like follow along. And I I bet you he will love the dance class. Yes. For sure. You need to do this a hundred percent. I will. It's so fun. Yeah. I will for sure. Okay. Well, this was great. Thank you so much for talking with me. Oh, one last question. I know you're obsessed with Dancing with the Stars. Yes. I have not been watching this season, but I know the cast that is on What's your prediction for who is going to go far? Okay, so here are my top three, I think, right now. Charlie D'Amelio. She's obviously incredible. She's a dancer. She's a dancer, yeah. Yes, but I will say, like, she is a dancer, and we've had a lot of dancers come on the show, and some of them are just, like, they're good. Some of them really exceed, and she is really exceeding. Like, she is really, really good. Every single week, she gets better and better somehow, so... She's amazing. We have Wayne Brady. He is incredible. He's also got some natural dancing ability, but then he also has like a really fun personality. I just, I feel like he's a performer. Yes, he's a performer. So he's incredible. And then Shangela from RuPaul's Drag Race, she's incredible. Like when she steps onto the stage, she's amazing. But then what's so cool is I love seeing. Gleb and they're in the rehearsal together and like seeing, I don't know. I just love seeing, I love seeing how he transitions from being a him in rehearsal and being so confident in that role, stepping onto the stage as a she and being so confident and just giving it their all is just incredible every single week. So I feel like, he, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's like those three are probably my favorite at the moment. But then again, with Dancing with the Stars, people always like shock you and come in and I don't know. You just never know. So those are kind of my top three. Those are my predictions for now. I don't know who's going to win, but those are top three. I feel like I need to watch now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's I was like, so oh. good. It's so good. There's so many interesting, fun characters on there. Like, I love it so much. Oh, I love that. Okay. Well, lastly, where can people find you online and how do we sign up for the Movement Club? Yes. Okay. So you can find me on my Instagram. It's at Arnold for all channels. And then my workout program is at the movement club on all channels, TikTok, Instagram. If you want to join the program, go to movementclub.com. You can start your seven day free trial. That way you can kind of test it out, see if it's right for you and then move forward forward if it is. So yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations on your pregnancy. I will be watching closely. I'm probably going to have to tell my husband like, okay, I think we're going to have a second. (laughs) I know it's like so hard, but I believe in you. Like, I think I, I feel like you would be an incredible mom of two. I just feel it. So thanks. (laughs) Thanks. No, I'm like working through. I love how I like put my own shit into the conversation. Like it's like therapy for me. No, I love it. I love it. Me too. Well, thank you so much. This was great. 